We're going to do y'all's DOTL podcast back in the building. We'd like to start off by talking to you guys about our lovely sponsors. Number one, Tangelo. With nearly 10 years of experience and hundreds of five-star reviews, Tangelo Health is the number one place to go for anyone suffering from any injury and looking for the best team to help get out of pain and off the leash. From plantar fasciitis to headaches to back, knees, shoulder, elbow, neck pain, God dang, Tangelo has been helping Seattle's trusted experts since 2010 with an innovative, integrated approach to care, uplifting experiences, and award-winning culture, Tangelo will be on your team. Find out about their Seattle and Portland locations. Careful down there in Portland right now. It's reckless. At TangeloHealth.com. Don't forget to let them know that Off the Leash sent you. Number two, Coastline. Coastline signs with Joshua Gray since 2020. We all know a guy. You need a car fix? I know a guy. You need a haircut? I know a guy. Well, if you need a logo or design signs for your business, we know a guy. Coastline Designs and Graphic Design is a great place for anyone who's trying to create a business or create signs for your existing business. If you want to start a new brand, update a look for your existing business, create eye-catching storefront signage. We all need eye-catching storefront signage. Or apply decals to wrap vinyl for your car to turn that thing into a 24-hour advertisement. Josh is the man. We've used him for all of our OTL podcasts and lifestyle designs. He's also worked with the YMCA, Walton Beverage, Pepsi, Phillips 66 Refinery, Metric, and all of our stuff that he has done so cleanly. The list goes on and on and is still growing no matter what your business is. Trust Coastline Designs. Hit them at 360-389-7929. Again, 360-389-7929. You know what it is. Last but not least, Transfuse. We just teamed up with Transfuse is a premium rapid hydration multiplier and immunity fortifier formula scientifically designed to replenish and reinvigorate at the cellular level. God dang. Made with carefully selected natural ingredients and superior quality potency. Transfuse was developed for both the immediate impact to combat dehydration and mental exhaustion due to extreme activity and Long-term immunity system support and therapy. Our guest today, my man, longtime friend, hustler extraordinaire. He is a local baseball player. Had a commitment to Wazoo for two to be a two-position player. He can do it all. Decided to pass on that after college and go directly to the league. Woo! Because he got it like that. With the Detroit Tigers, drafted in the 30th round, played seven years of organization, reaching as high as double-A. Ooh, that's professional. Won a championship as a single-A at the single-A level. Defensively had a career with .993% fielding percentage. The boy got hands and won an organization gold glove. That means not much gets past that glove during that time playing. During the championship season, upon finishing baseball, he enrolled back into school. Get your education, kids. One year away from getting a degree in business management at University of Bothell. Washington Bothell, that is. Started a local business, Rain Fitness, with a childhood best friend, and has been growing that for the last three years. He is James Robbins. What's poppin', my guy? How we doing? Appreciate you having me. We here. Rain Fitness. This is nice, bro. Yeah, yes, sir. Thank you. Absolutely. Well, let's dive on into it. We've yeah. known you for a long time. Your yep. pops was a baseball coach of mine. Oh, yeah. And uh, he got me hooked on double bubble back in the day. <laughs> you get a single, you got a single piece. Double, you get two pieces. Three, you get three. And four, you get a home run. You got four pieces in your jaw. So I mean, that's a great. My jaw has never been go. the same since. That's right. Well, let's dive on into it. So, obviously, read your resume, which is legit. 
and uh, it's brought you to this place. So let's take it back to childhood. Yeah. Baseball was the original sport, or did you fall in something else and base, you kind of chose baseball through the process? Yeah, I, uh, I would say baseball was the original sport. Uh, growing up, I had an older brother. He was 13 years older than me. Dang, uh, that's a yeah. gap. Yeah, it was a gap. We have the we have same mom, different dad. But uh, he was uh, obviously in a sport, so I'm always watching him. He was a hockey player, played baseball also. Um, so I was kind of drawn to both, but, you know, I couldn't skate for, for, for anything. <laughs> I was brutal. I couldn't do that. So, you know what? I was like, I, I watched baseball. I love baseball. Uh, you know, growing up watching the Mariners, King Griffey Jr., I mean, how could you go wrong? The kid. I mean, you know, so and my brother, he always called me the kid because I played baseball. Hey, so, you know, I was like, it was, it was baseball through and through from an early start. Um, and, you know, I just kept playing, kept playing, kept getting after it and, uh, you know, just working on my skills. And it just kept going from there and just took off. Yeah, I remember uh, growing up playing with you. He was always, you always had a, the best bat. <laughs> like, we all had, like, the scrub bats, like the Mad Maxes. And you always came with all of the best equipment. And uh, I know your parents just went, like, all in on you. I think that's yeah. something that I, I remember just, like, just this firm belief that, if, like, we give you all the tools that, that you're going you're gonna to make it. And I remember, like, I always... Like whenever I got into North Seattle, when we go by like Dahl and Summit and yeah, yeah. Meadowbrook, like I just remember, you know, all the all the hours we we spent there. And there's that one field, I think it's at, at Meadowbrook down there by Nathan Hale. Yeah. And like right field is the tennis courts. Yeah. I remember this <laughs> this one day you just got like this new bat and it was black, like matte black, stepped to the plate and <clears throat> he's a lefty. They're always dangerous. And just freaking cranked one into the <laughs> tennis courts. And they're like, no kid this age should be able to smack the ball like that. Uh, but, yeah, I think that just thinking about your story from my perspective is just super cool. I remember reading that that you went into the league and got drafted. And it was just like there's a fulfillment on my part knowing, like, the sacrifices that are paid mm-hmm. on the back end. 100%. You know that – your parents like literally went on like had a batting cage, changed your house to yeah, have a batting cage man. in the crib, and and just to see that, you know, from from your end, just having this belief that like my parents like really believe, and I think that gets a, a bad rap nowadays with like all the AAU, especially like in basketball, where every parent thinks their kids going to the league, sure. you know, and there's just like this entitlement mentality that's like if I got money, like my kids should be the best, yeah. you know, but the just the other side of that coin where, you know, a parent views their kid and it's like, I, I see something that my kid's willing to work for and I'll give him every tool, you know, mm-hmm. to be successful. But I never, you, you never got special treatment. You know, you earned everything that, that you went out and fought for. And I think that's just like a super cool part about your story is that you were able to make that thing come true. And, you know, and your parents were able to say that like every sacrifice that we made was worth it. Yeah, for sure, man. You know, I honestly, I owe them everything. Like, they were incredibly grateful to me growing up. You know, you know, even when money was tight, they still tried to find a way to get me, you know, what I needed. Like you said, they, just so I could put my best foot forward. Um, the support was, you know, endless. You know, anything I wanted to do, like, they were, you know, they would just try to find a way to make it work like it was a batting cage, and, you know. And then, you know, that lasted, honestly, for <laughs> I feel like a few months. We had a huge windstorm. The tree next door fell on top of it, Dang. right? Crushed it, never came back. But then That's my crazy. dad, like, we had a little storage area in the back, cleared it out, went down to, like, the Fisherman Wharf and got, like, an old, like, you know, fishnet. We had to, like, Clorox bleach this thing just to get the smell out. Dang, but then we, like, we strung it up in the back of the house just so I could have a tea set up and, uh, you know, just get my swings in. 
you know, so whether it was before school, after school, just getting some extra reps, things that I worked on with my hitting coach, um, you know, just trying to find ways, you know, and didn't, didn't hurt being grown up next to a baseball field either. You know, <laughs> Pops got off work, you know, we totally. grew up there being a first baseman, you know, he was always throwing me picks. He's like, you know, you're our first base, got to pick that thing. Damn, you know, so I, I, you know, I credit him with, a, you know, a lot of my success and uh, I mean, both my parents, you know, they both went through it and, um, you know, but were always supportive, you know, told me whatever I wanted to do, you know, we'll find a way to make it work. You know, if you want to, you know, stop baseball, go do something else, cool. You know, but it's all in your court, you know, and I, I think I always appreciate that from them. It's just, mm. you know, never putting that pressure on me, like, you got to go do this, you got to do that. Um, it's like, you know, we're on your side. You know, you're your own person, you know, make your decisions, and then we'll stand by you. Um, you know, and it served me great. You know, it allowed me to kind of really trust myself, follow my heart and what I wanted to do, whether that was changing teams, you know. Uh, even going through the college process to, you know, even making that ultimate decision to uh, forego college and, you know, sign with the Tigers. Um, that's a story for itself, too. <laughs> um, but, you know, it was, you know, they're amazing. So, you know, and I think part of that growing up and going through that and um, it's helped me mold, uh, mold me into who I am today and be able to, like, know that, you know, they work so hard for me, you know, I could repay them and just the hard work I, I continue to put out today. Totally. Um, and that's the way I can, I, it's the best way I see I'm able to give back to them. Um, it's just to continue to push forward, um, do the same thing. No, and I think that's like just the ability to, to take a deep breath and realize like how far you've made it, you know, is just a, a testament to, you know, your own ability to take ownership for your life, you know, and when you've, when you've built something, which is like, sweat blood and tears you know it's it's hard to it's hard to let it go you know mm, and I totally. think that's I think you've done a great job of, of transitioning from you know like I, I was it's more like a hoop dream you know like a lot sure. of basketball players like they want to put so bad that they'll just like keep going and it's like there's this belief that you're just never giving up on your dream but at some point like there has to be like this transition into taking what you know and passing it on yeah. Um, but getting, getting to this point, what do you think has been, like, the greatest thing you have to, like, overcome? Like, the greatest limit? Ooh, uh, you know, honestly, I think, you know, baseball's a game of failure. You know, you got your ups and downs, and there's, you know, once you get into the pro level, you know, there's always, you know, early on it might not be there, but, you know, at some point everybody's got that little bit of fear of, like, I'm going to be released. You know, like, somebody else has, like, the decision to end your career, um, essentially, like it could be that window can close at any time. Um, so once that happened for me, you know, after that, you know, that seventh year, um, that whole transition process, it was like almost once it happened, it was like a weight off my shoulders. I was like, okay, you know, it happened. Um, you know, I'm not happy with it. Obviously, I, I, I know I can still perform. I can do these things. I know I'm capable. Uh, but it's somebody else telling me that you know, they no longer want you, mm. right? And then, you know, not getting that call from any other team to, you know, pick you up. You're like, hmm, you know, and you let that settle in. That's it was tough. like, it was tough. Um, so when, even when I came home, you know, I was like, I didn't really watch baseball. Um, <laughs> for real, man. I was like, it, it didn't matter. I, like, I love the game, but, like, I didn't – it was hard to watch. And, like, you know, you see your friends on TV, and it's like, you know, those are my boys out there. And I'm like, I'm here. Like, I'm proud as hell of them. I'm happy for them. But it's just like, you know, you want to be there with yeah, them. Yeah, totally. Right? So it took it took me a few years, man, to, like, kind of get back into it. And uh, even though I was doing some lessons here and there, you know, I think really coaching uh, – kind of brought that love back again it was like no longer as much as that business is like you know what i've learned so much i've done so much i have an opportunity to give back to these kids and 
uh, just pass some knowledge along, you know, things that maybe, you know, I didn't know growing up. Totally. Um, you know, I could just give them, you know, just a little bit more, you know, a little bit of something that could maybe, you know, boost their career and, like, keep them going and get them to play a little bit longer. Um, so that kind of helped bring me back a little bit uh, and made it more enjoyable. It was fun again and, um, you know, find that again. It was It was nice. Yeah, I think that's such a big piece that that giving back like you don't even realize how much knowledge you've picked up along the way you oh, know and sure. and i think that's one of the greatest lessons that sport sports have taught me and just so much of value like you said in in like the losing mm-hmm. you know totally. it's like losing teaches you so much more than winning ever will you oh, know man, and yeah. it's like that that getting up that overcoming that like putting yourself aside for the greater of you know the people around you um but you know, that be able to give back and, and having this realization that, you know, what's obvious to you is not obvious to everybody else. Sure. Like the lessons you've learned, you kind of have like this expectation that everybody around you plays by the same set of rules and yeah. they don't, Yeah. you know? And I think that that's the cool part, um, especially as like, like a younger coach, you know, there's, there's the, you know, some kids are going to look at you like, well, you're just barely older than me. So why should I listen to you? But I think when you do it in a way where, you meet people at their level, like man to man, you know, looking somebody in the eye and saying like, you have great potential, but like, here's the things that I learned because I want you to go farther than what I had the capabilities of, of doing. And I think when those things kind of hit and the like, eyes light up and like, Oh my God, like that made such a big difference. Like those are the things that, that make it worthwhile. Cause you're like, you know what, it was fun for me, but the ability to help somebody else, take that to the next level, like made it all worth it. 100%. You know, you know and it's I, not like a complete loss. Totally. You know, <laughs> and you see it so many times where like, there's like coaches out there that are just screaming to scream, you know, and it's just like, I wanted to be able to be like, Hey, let's have this conversation. Let's talk this out. Let's like, let's see what's going on. Like, you know, where are you at mentally, you know, aside from the, the play on the field, like what's going into all everything else here, you know, and you break it down to that and they actually see you and they're like, they're like, wow, this guy cares about me. You know, and then so when, like, say something does happen, and, you know, whether it's, like, a mental error, a mental mistake, this and that, and you'd be like, hey, you know, I could get on you and lock it in. They're like, okay, you know, I, you know, I need to dive in here. I need to get, you know, mentally back into this, you know, and I'm getting on you for a reason. I'm just right. not screaming to scream. Yes. Um, and that's one of the things that, you know, I think I took away. And, you know, honestly, and you see it, I feel like, uh, I know, more in college than in pro ball where, you know, coaches are, you know, yelling and screaming and this and that. And I think I was able to take that away, too, was um, – you know, just the calmness, you know, like to be able to have conversations, you know, man to man and, uh, and learn the game. And that's why we're doing it. We're yeah. trying to learn. We're trying to get better. Um, not that, you know, I needed, I needed to be screamed at a few times when I was growing up playing, you know, <laughs> Lord no doubt. Knows. Uh, you know, but that gave me a little bit of mon- men- mental toughness also. So, um, there's a few things that you know, it plays into it a little bit, but yeah. What do you think was the moment when you realized that you had the juice? That's a good question. I think, you know, okay, so here's a funny <laughs> like, story. Well, I'm looking nice at this. Here's a funny one. So I was, uh, I had just started playing. I'm like, I will say, I'll just give you a, a time frame, like, of 8 to 10 years old, right? And I remember my dad, uh, we were at the field as we grew up across the street from, and he's talking to another father, and they were talking about their kids, isn't that, playing baseball. <laughs> you know, they're just having a conversation. The kids were just there, right? Right. But I'm like, me, you know, just as we know, little kids, they're, they're always listening. Right, and I'm listening to this, and always listen, always. And I, I'm listening to this, and they're like, "Oh, how great would it be to like, you know, not only them to continue playing, but then like even make the high school team?" And like the thought of going to college was almost laughable, and like, 
the thought of being a professional was like, I mean, astronomical, right? Like there was like, it didn't even come up because it wasn't even like a thought, right? You know, and I'm sitting here listening to this, right? I'm like, you know, you guys, you think that'd be great, this and that and whatnot, but I'm like, dude, like somebody's got to do it, right? Why can't that be me? True. So I mean, I swear, I remember that to this day, and it's kind of like my driving factor is like, you know, somebody has to do it. And I tell kids all the time, like, where do you want to be? Be like, that's great. We're not there yet. Somebody's got to fill that role. Why can't you? And then just kind of like, let's get to work. Um, so I took that early, and I always ran from it or ran with it, excuse me. And then I think as I grew and as I got going, um, I would say, I don't know, maybe like when we were playing like 12, 13 is when it really took that notch. Mm. And I like kind of turned up a little bit, and I was like, okay, okay, okay you know feeling pretty good out here on yeah. this field no and, you know, i'm a witness i was there you, know, you, not to be, you, were, a pro, you were a problem <laughs> you know so it was it was fun it was a great time i loved all the experiences all the boys i met along the way you know this and that it's great friendships to this totally. day like you know i mean here we are right exactly you know it's so funny but it's awesome whatever was that 15 15 years yeah or more or yeah maybe yeah we're we'll seeing that's yeah. that's crazy so 17 talking about parents and, and coaches what do you who do you think was like not necessarily your favorite coach, but, sure. like, the person that had the greatest impact on your life. Uh, you know, first of all, I would say as far as, like, impact and influence, I would say every coach has something to offer, Without good a doubt. or bad. Um, even the coaches I didn't like, um, you know, I was able to take something from them, whether it was, like, how I was going to handle things or how I wasn't going to handle things, right. um, which I always respected. Um, but growing up, uh, Ray Atkinson, I worked with him since I was, you know, so 10 years old, um, he was a huge influence, like, just on my growth all the way through 18, uh, playing with him. He taught me mental toughness. Um, he taught me, you know, how to compete every single play, not to take a pitch off. Um, and then even before that, uh, Mickey Merriam, uh, he was a guy that, you know, I used to be, when I was younger, I'd get frustrated if I didn't do well. You know, I'd, get, I'd give you the old helmet, helmet or a bat spike, you know, this <laughs> and that. You know, I, I did it. I'm not going to lie. You know, we all been there. Um, you know, but I had to hone that in. And, you know, at an early age, he was teaching me this when I was, like, uh, 11, 12 years old, right? And he was like, hey, James, like, listen, like, the difference between, you know, right now and taking that next step is that six inches between your ears. Straight up. And I was like, it hit me. I was like. You know, I'm young right now, right? Listen to this. I'm like, okay. Like, I'm trying to internalize that, you know, be like, what are you talking about, this and that. And he's like, you got a skill. You have a gift. You know, you're a good player. You know, think of all the kids out here that are playing, right? You know, think of, you know, them. You know, they're looking at you, right? They want to be in those shoes, right? So they're watching you and how you carry yourself. Like, you can't do those things. Like, you are someone that people look up to, and you need to carry yourself and handle yourself accordingly, um, and that was a little turning point. Not that I, not to say that I still didn't have, you know, you know, my, my moments, but you know, it really turned the corner for me. I was like, you know what? I have to mentally lock this in also. I can't just show up and, you know, you know, throw a tantrum and fight, you know, don't get a hit this or that, you know, I'm going to have to, you know, take them have to grow up a little bit here and get that going. So that was, uh, you know, that, that moved me along, uh, even from that point, you know, into where I'm at now. Yeah. I think I like, I like what you said about everybody every coach has has something to offer you know mm -hmm. even even the worst coaches teach you something sure you know one about your about yourself and like you said <clears throat> this is you know maybe this is some way I don't want to show up as a coach you know like I see that this is not helpful and I think like when we when we grew up there was 
there was no participation trophies. Like, you know, there was still all-star teams where you got picked for it, you know, and I remember when I was, I was super young, just getting like cussed out, you know, for, you know, missing a ball or, Mm -hmm. and nowadays like that's, that's looked down upon so much. Like people are catching lawsuits for, you know, for stuff that it was just normal, you know, for us. And I think it's, it's kind of sad. It's like, it's not, it's not great behavior. Like you're not applauding anybody that's cussing a kid out. Sure. But at the same time, there's, this, you know, thing that was ingrained in us that like excellence is the only option, mm-hmm. you know, and not that you're looking for perfection, but it's the constant pursuit, yes. you know, oh, of perfection that. Yeah. that, that keeps us, keeps us moving. And you have to realize that like, thing that I appreciate about my coaches where they were the first person to cut you out, but they were the first person to help you give you the tools to not make that mistake again. 100%. So it's kind of like when, you know, uh, people use like the little wrist snap, like you snap on your wrist when you have a bad thought. It's like that same thing where you're like, okay, that wasn't good, but also giving people the tools to, to make a change, you know? And I think that th- that's something that like changed my life, like forever was having that at, at a young age. You know, I, I grew up in a home with like, I wasn't getting yelled at, you know, I, sure. but to have, it was like a shock to your system. Like, yeah. Oh shoot. Like, yeah. Like I gotta step my step my game up, and, and it brought you into a maturity so much faster. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, kind of kind of moving on. So you talked a little bit about the relationships that are that are built. Uh, I want to talk about who do you think was like the person you had the most fun playing with. Oh man, a teammate. If you got a story, <clears throat> I would say. <laughs> I mean, there's so many great memories, but oh, I'm gonna have to go. So that 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 year we won the championship in the single A level. Um, we had a house with like we had a three bedroom apartment. I think we packed like five dudes in that place. Sounds dangerous. We had a, we had a couple <laughs> guys uh, uh, in the living room, and you know we're we're balling on a budget, right? So we're trying <laughs> to, to make the, the most. Least. Yeah, right? we're trying to make the most of what we can off of you know when we're getting like pregame meals of PB and J and stuff. Like you know <laughs> it's tough, and I'm the allergic best of the best, and I'm allergic to peanut butter, oh, right? Perfect. So yeah, even worse, right? So uh, that had been – so we had a couple guys, a couple guys that are going to be in my wedding too, um, really good friends to this day. But, man, we would – we just set up the house, whatever. We were always playing, like, Mortal Kombat. Like, one day we were like, you know, let's just go get some airsoft guns. And we got little Nerf guns, and we started firing them around the place. And, like, we just – it was just – like, we were little kids, man, you know, just living on our own. It was just – those were the best times. And, you know, always just doing stuff, whether it was, like, you know, doing something after a game, you know, being in the clubhouse, you know, when you're spending all this time with all these guys, you know, it's like you never not see these dudes, right? So when you find, like, someone that, you know, you could build a good relationship with, it's like, you know, you're living with your best friends, man, like, yes. on the daily. And it's, you know, to go to battle with them and grind and put all that sweat equity in and, and everything. And then, you know, it's, it's, fun, it's fun, man. And I, just, I just I enjoyed that so much, especially in the town we were in. It wasn't the greatest town. It's not like we had a whole lot for entertainment. It just made the best for the most memories. One hundred percent. Yeah, we just we just found ways to keep ourselves occupied, and uh, you know, just a bunch of stuff. It was good banter, you know, without a doubt. Yeah. So, coming coming out of that, obviously, all of these all of these situations mold you, you know. So you talked about skipping on, I shouldn't say skipping, but you surpassed college yeah. and you decided to go to the league. Yeah. So, obviously, taking that leap. One, what do you think was the determining factor? And two, you know, was was the pro level what you anticipated it being, and how did you have to shift? Totally. Um, going into the decision, so I was drafted by the Tigers, you know, in June, and then they did, like, a little draft and follow. 
so they kind of followed my progress through my summer team. Um, and then it wasn't until like the, you know, honestly the day before the deadline. So the Tiger Scout would kind of follow around, drop in at games, watch me report, this and that. Did that like ramp you up? Like, did, were you playing better? Like you were hyped up knowing that that was happening or were you low key kind of like <laughs> quivering a little bit? You like, know, oddly enough, I just didn't bother me at all. Huh. Like, cause half the time I, you know, blooded. So, so, I know. <laughs> sounds like it, but Straight you know, I just, savage. Uh, some of the times I didn't even know he was there. So, like, he would just be, like, in the stands, mixing in, this and that. And I just, you know, I was so focused on the game. I was just, like, I didn't I didn't have time for whoever was in the stands, which is, like, you know, probably the, one of the best ways to look at it. You know, totally. I got, I don't know how. Don't ask me. I don't know. <laughs> it just worked out that way. Um, but I remember finishing up a game. We were out in Moses Lake. Uh, I was supposed to move into my dorm room that night over at Wazoo. Dang. I was going, right? Like I, was that, going. Right? I was like in my head, I'm like, I haven't heard from the Tigers. And I was like, you know, this and that. And I'm like, you know, I'm just like, I'm, I'm going to Wazoo. I'm going. I'm like, I'm talking to the dude I'm supposed to room with, everything. Like, he's like, you got a mini fridge? I was like, nah. I'm like, you? He's like, no. Nah. I'm like, all right, we'll figure it out. <laughs> this and that. And then after the game, um, I go to my parents and they're like, hey, the Tigers called. And then I was like, oh, really? I'm like, well, what's going on? They're like, all right, well, yeah. Start getting that grin with that right? I'm like, all right, so what's happening? And uh, I didn't have an agent, right? So my mom's an agent. She's, hey, mom she's, can do it all. She's a baller. She uh, So she's wheeling and dealing, doing her thing, you know? And she was a part of the reason why, you know, we got tuition for school once I was done playing, paid for by the Tigers, which wow. was, a, was a great deal. Um, mom knows what the deal yeah, is. Right? Side note on that. Uh, I heard from one of the local scouts that when we were talking about, like, uh, college tuition and scholarships and whatnot for the high school players like only nine to like 11 percent actually cash in whoa isn't that crazy so wow so one thing proud of myself for actually you know cashing Without in doubt, on that bro. you know free money man free education like go go handle that yeah thank you appreciate that yeah <laughs> go to school kids right so no after that game uh my parents asked me what i wanted to do and like i said i was supposed to move in so the car was packed dang i had everything with me that's crazy. Um, so we went, we went and got lunch, and we were just talking about it, you know, you know, weighing pros and cons, this and that, and uh, and all you, you know. can see is the pros. <laughs> yeah, pun, pun intended. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> like you boys get paid. <laughs> you know, so you know, even though you know I was in the thirtieth round, um, you know, being out of high school, I got a little extra. And uh, say the best players come out of the 30th round. Yeah, I like to think so. You know, even <laughs> I might not have made it, but you know, Better I did late pretty than good, never. right? Come on. Uh, so, you know, I was sitting there and it was like, if I was, you know, even if I got that same amount and say I was drafted in the fifth round, you know, whatever, would I have gone up? Like, oh, yeah, sure, fifth round. Like, and it's just like, you know, almost the hype of the round versus, you know, like, you know, what's being offered. And I was like, yeah, I would have gone. So I was like, you know, what's the difference? You know, so I'm going to go. And I decided to sign and, uh, we literally turned the car around. Dang, I think I, I went straight to bed that night because it was already a little bit later. And then did I woke you sleep, up. Though? Uh, <laughs> I slept like a baby. <laughs> I bet you did that. Uh, I, uh, we woke up. I was on a plane, you know, at 6 a.m. the next Whoa, morning. Dude. And then, and then uh, that I get in. So we're, we're going to Florida. Uh, it's like a full day of travel. I get there, and it's probably like 7, 8. I don't even know. There's like one person in the office still. And. They got my contract out. I sit down. I sign it right on the deadline, basically, Dang. and and then that was the rest was history. But you know, I had to call. I had to call the coaches at Wazoo and tell them I wasn't coming. And it wasn't. Had, you had your agent call. Yeah, yeah, my mom. <laughs> this is James Rob's agent. Yeah, yeah right. Like, Wait, is this your mom? Is that Vicky? Is that you? <laughs> uh, no, this isn't Vicky. Yeah, right. Uh, 
No, so it was a it was a tough conversation. I bet it was tough because you know they. Was that the last time you talked to them? Was that was that the last time you talked to them? Yeah, it's last time. Oh. Yeah, they. Uh, they. Uh, yeah, you're yeah. dead to me. Yeah, it was. It's what it seemed like, man. I'm not even kidding. It was. They were not happy. They were. You know, I told them. I just. You know, more or less, I told them this is my dream. This is my passion. This is you know the ultimate goal was to play professional baseball. I have a chance. Um, School's going to be paid for at the end of it. So, say it doesn't work out, I can still get my education. Um, but I have an opportunity, and I was like, I just want to take that. Well, and as upset as, you know, as you'd want to be, like, if you're really thinking about that person, you know, if you're putting yourself in that shoes, there's so many things. I mean, there's so many things that can go awry, mm-hmm. you know, and you see people who, who do, you know, decide to go the college route and stuff happens and, you know, injuries happen. Oh, yeah. And, for you to have a, a sure shot totally at you know sign the dotted line and you're <laughs> you're in your dream you know yeah. it's like i think and i think that's where like the maturity comes from is like getting outside of the thing that you're focused on yeah like, and that conversation you know you're missing out on the player that you recruited multiple positions you know yeah, you've been yeah. watching them you've been recruiting them you know but to take a step back and realize like my job is actually to get this kid you know where he's desiring to go and give him the tools. And, yeah, it, and yeah. that's, that's where he needs to go to do it. That's great. But I'm, yeah, I'm sure that conversation was, yeah, was, was a little a, bit of a buzzkill. Yeah, it was, it was. <laughs> he, he ended up calling my brother afterwards and my brother had to calm him down a little bit. He's like, ah, I finally got him to calm down and like realize, you know, hey, this is the kid's decision. And you know, he wants to, you know, he wants to go do it. He's going to go do it. What are you going to do about it? You, you understand when you're older. Yeah. So, uh, it was just a wild, wild experience, wild turnaround. Um, but a fun story nonetheless. Hmm. So what do you think? I always ask this question and it makes people uncomfortable and I love it. <laughs> what do you think you're better at than anybody you know? Oh, that's a good question. Um, we can start with baseball. What do you think you're mm-hmm. better at than anybody you were around? No, I took pride in my defense. Mm. I was like, I know that. And I always love picking up my teammates. You know, being first base, you have that opportunity. Like somebody makes like a, a you know, killer play in the infield, but then they throw it and maybe the throw is not good, right? But, you know, I have an opportunity to pick them up, make a play on my side to help them out. And, you know, and it's not for like, you know, it's not my best. If somebody makes a diving play and they freaking bury one in the dirt and you pick it, everyone's like, dude, that shortstop does a hell of a play, right? Without you a know, doubt. You know, first base doesn't always get, you know, the acknowledgement, but that's like, the unsung you know, hero. Right. And I was like, I, and I wasn't for that. I was like, I didn't matter because I was helping my teammates. Yes. And that's, that was the biggest thing that I took pride in. And, um, you know, being able to pick the ball and, and make those extra plays and save people from getting on base, you know, it's just, it's just helping the team. Um, so, you know, I took that seriously as much as I love to swing the stick and try to hit the ball. And the boy you know, can swing mile. the stick. Let's not get it twisted. <laughs> you know, I, I always tried to, you know, park one. But, you know, it was uh, – I took pride in the defense. You know, I just – it was just one of those things where um, if I could help out, then I wanted to do it. And I knew that was just one area that I could always help out. I don't think that the – uh, I always said the two – we mobbing out here yeah, in Kenmore. Right. <laughs> uh, the two positions that I always felt like were, like, the unsung heroes were first base and the catcher. Yeah. You know, same thing that you can do for, you know, the infield, the catcher does for the pitcher, you know, mm-hmm. and it's like that person can make them, you know, have a lot better of a day, whether it's pass balls or framing pitches or yeah. or you name it. I think that that's, you know, that's what makes, like, you special. And I think that the cool thing is that although – 
like the announcers or the fans would be like, oh, that guy made a hell of a play. The people that know, know. Like, For sure. If you know baseball, you're like, oh, that first baseman sure. yeah. made a hell of a play. Oh, yeah. You know, or he just saved that whole entire thing. Yeah. And so I think that those, those like, un, like those untold stories, you know, of the plays that could have been, you True. know, get yeah. saved. Um, but you can you you both you and the person that threw the ball both know what the deal is, and I think that's one hundred percent. That's kind of a, a fun situation. Yeah, and I think with the you know with your teammates too, they do know, and it's like and they they grow confident in knowing that you know you got their back. Yes. You know if they got to get rid of it quick or they got to do it, they know they could trust you to be like, I know he's gonna give it his best shot. Yes. You know he's gonna he's gonna help me pick it up anyway. I just need to get it over his way, right? And that's yeah. Like, then it's like it's the the difference between you know, making a throw or not, you know, it's mm-hmm. like, if I trust him over there, I might throw a ball that I wouldn't normally throw if I don't, if I know that guy doesn't have the best hands. Right. You know, and that's, that's wins games yeah. at the end of the day. You don't have the doubt in the person that's over there. You Without a doubt. Let it loose. No pun intended. Yeah. Uh, so what do you, as far as you as an individual, yeah. uh, kind of growing through all these processes, obviously, you know, go from high school to the pros makes you mature as no an doubt. individual for sure quickly. Uh, as far as like, I talk a lot about living legacy. You know, mm-hmm. when you when you go into a place, what do you carry with you, uh, and what do you leave leave behind? And leaving places better than how you found them, uh, and you know, just being in this place with you, it's it's kind of cool just to see, you know, your dream your dream come to life, but also to be able to see just the professionalism that you you do it with. So, what do you think? That's it's action. real out here in the streets. Yeah, that's my action. <laughs> Uh, what do you think would be your, your like living legacy that you would want people to, to remember you by when you mm. walk into a place or you encounter them? I just would like, you know, one of the things that, you know, we really focus on when we're here at the gym is just, you know, the attention to detail. I think, uh, you know, giving our you know clients and anybody that I really come across uh, just the time, right? I want them to know that, you know, one, I, like I see you, I care about you and, um, you know, no matter if we have different backgrounds or something, uh, we could find a way to connect. You know, we could find ways to talk about things, lessons, this and that. Uh, you know, we can grow from each other. Um, I think it's just that, you know, that respect value of, uh, you know, this isn't a one-man show. You know, this is, you know, something that we can do together and we can build together. And I think that's what we're all about is just that positive mindset, growth, and um doing things together, you know, it's just building together. And I think people can see that they respect that. And, uh, you could get more out of that mm. because they're, you know, they're willing to open up more. You're willing to open up more. And, uh, we get on that personal level. And then, you know, like I said, whatever it may be, we have so many people that come from different backgrounds, this and that. Um, but we still find a way to relate. Mm. Right. And you know, I think, uh, that's what keeps people like not only just coming to the gym and coming back, but like, you know, allows us to, kind of connect with various people that we come across along the ways yeah um so you know i don't know if that's like you know you know uh, for your answer but it's like it's one thing that i just you know i hold close and uh you know that i we we take with us day to day in our in our work here yeah and i think just from what you you said earlier about the people who invested you mm-hmm. invested in you i think we you know i i've similar experiences with with coaches that you know saw something in you and were willing to meet you at your level and and I think those things get ingrained because we saw the impact that it had on our life when somebody totally, yeah. was like, James is worth my time, you know, like James can do it if, if we give him the tools. And without knowing, I think those things get ingrained in our, you know, in our character to realize that when 
that feeling when somebody sees you and they, you're worth their time and they believe in what you're able to accomplish, you know, how much that takes you to a, another level, you know, when you, you know, maybe doubting yourself or, you know, maybe you may not even know what's possible until somebody kind of opens up your, your eyes to it. Yeah, um, totally. So I think those, those things get kind of deeply ingrained. Um, but we're going to go through a little series of questions. Okay. And fire them at you. Yep. You can just give me your candid responses. So the first one <laughs> is you're going to finish the sentence. Is it just me or blank? Is it just me or? <laughs> like where we're going with this. Is it just me or? Is it just me or my view, your opinion? I don't know. <laughs> so say like, is it just me or like? Is everybody driving slow on the on the road today, or like? I got you. It's something that you realize about life that I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. Uh, is it just me, or let's see? Tough with these rapid fire questions. Got, got me, dude. <laughs> not telling you. Uh, or is health and fitness one of those things that? can be undervalued at times, you boom, know, especially boom. in these times right now. A lot of people sitting at home. Um, I know I would. I know that, you know, gyms right now aren't necessarily viewed as essential, but, you know, we all know what health and fitness can do for not only our bodies, our mindset, and everything that goes into our being. Let them know. You know, come on. Let's, uh, uh, I mean, we're here. Rain Fitness, it's essential. Yes, sir. Uh, talk, to me about, talk to me about Rain Fitness. We might as well dive into it. Sure, yeah. You know, we're, uh, we're a small gym. Uh, you know, semi-private model uh, right now, obviously with the re- regulation restrictions, so we can only get five people in at a time. But, you know, the way we're set up, we, we create individualized programs for people. Um, we take the people, you know, where they're at, who they are, what their goals are, what their lifestyles are. We really dive into, you know, who you are as a person. And, like, kind of how I touched on before is, like, you know, meeting that person, right? Um, that's what we do here. And so it's not a matter of just, you know, giving everybody the same stuff or giving them what we want to give them. It's a matter of, you know, what's going to best serve this person. Mm. Um, so everybody that comes in, we want to find that. That's why we're always, we talk to everybody. We get to know everybody on a little bit of a personal level. Um, you know, as much as they want to share, you know, and we're just open, you know, we'll be here for you. Right. If you got something you want to get off your chest, go ahead, fire it at us. Right. If you got questions, fire it at us. If you got concerns, fire it at us. You want to learn something, fire it at us. You know, we're here. Um, and so we're, you know, it's a different type, you know, from some gyms I've experienced in the past. And um, I'll tell you just about everybody that comes in, they're like, you guys are a little bit different about how you do things, you know. And, you know, I think that as a nice compliment. Without a doubt. You know, so um, say everybody enjoys better it. better be different yeah. than better. Right. So we're trying to do that, but we're trying to do it our own way, the way we do it, the way we grew up, you know, what we hold close. And I think that's just, you know, the best model for success. Yeah, and I think you guys are, are doing that successfully. Obviously, you've seen, you've seen the growth. You've been doing it for a couple of years. You've made it out of the death zone. I think sure. it's something yeah. starting up. Don't make it past a year. Yeah. Uh, and you guys are going on three with a, a new facility, and now it's just, it's just super cool to see. Yeah, I appreciate it. All, it all yeah. come to life. Yeah, it's fun. Uh, second question. If you really knew me, you would know that blank. If you really knew me, you know I work hard. Ooh, the I boy. Grind. Yeah, I'll grind. I, you know, with trying to, you know, run a business, go to school, uh, be engaged, you know, uh, you know, having that relationship at home, be able to balance everything. Um, 
know, we got a couple dogs at home. You know, those are like, you know, they're, they're kids in a sense. Including you? Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, including Boys me. Dogs. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, it's just a balance. It's a, it's a lot of time and effort, um, you know, but it's so mentally staying, you know, as sharp as I can, even through the ups and downs and just – um, I got to, you know, find ways to, you know, just keep pushing, mm. keep pushing. So tell me why you and your, your partner back here getting it mm. work well together, building uh, a business. For 100%. Yeah. I will tell you right now, Willie is 100% uh, a little bit more organized than myself. <laughs> well, at least about that life. Oh, he is. He is. Uh, he's OCD in a way, which is good because I, we balance out in a way that he's OCD about things. And, and not that I, you know, disagree with him on some of those things, like, you know, as far as, like, keeping things clean or organized, this and that. Like, I'm with him on that, but he's just, he's just better at it than I am, <laughs> right? Um, Which is key. Yeah, and, uh, you know, and I would say I'm more the, uh, you know, I don't know if it's my upbringing, you know, and, and kind of same mindset, like college versus pro ball. is like everything's more like, you know, structured, go, go, go in college. And pro ball is like, yeah, you're kind of – on your own time, so go with the flow. As long as you got the juice, you keep the yeah, thing going. Yeah, if you keep, you know, and it's, so it's like I think we balance each other out really nicely in that, you know, when, you know, whether it's like we're stressed about something, you know, calm us down or uh, we need to move on something, you know, we can go do that. We That's the kind of balance, and um, it works out really well. I mean, I know, you know, you'll hear people say, you know, you shouldn't go into business with your friends, this and that. Um, you know, when I listen, I heard it, you know, we talked about it, this and that, but at the end of the day, um, we're not – identically the same person you know we have our our you know our good stuff that we bring to the table and uh it just meshes so well mm-hmm. and it's been nothing but an amazing ride so far well and i think that there's you know you guys have known each other for so long yeah you know and you guys have you guys went different directions you know but you were you remain friends and then you come back as you know as grown men you yeah, know yeah. building families and and more on the line and i think you guys fill each other's gaps so well. And I, I know from, you know, working with, with Patty, mm. you know, it's, it's like you have differences, but you have a lot of the same DNA. 100%. You know? Yes. And I think those things, those sharpening, when you really believe that the other person on your business license, like cares about you, wants you to win, and you're after the same things, like it, it lets feedback and those harder conversations become a lot easier more productive when you're not trying to protect yourself right you know and you're able to put things on the table and and talk about them as opposed to you know taking things personally Mm -hmm. uh and yeah it's just like you said there's a lot of people who who shy against you know going into business with friends or family and, and there's reasons for that you know when you know there's a lot of reasons why people find that to be not successful but i think through just the longevity, you know, of the things that you guys have gone through. Like you said, the battles, the yeah. battles in sports, you guys have lost together. Yeah. You've laughed together. You cried together probably, oh, yeah. you know, and, and you seen like each other through the craziest times of your life. Mm-hmm. You know, you guys are still ride or dies. 100%. You know, it's, there, there's probably not a lot of things going into doing a gym together, but you guys are both passionate about that can, that can pull it apart. And I think that's, that just comes from, proper you know communication what do you think what do you think has been like the greatest like, bonding agent between the two of you guys growing this this gym together yeah i think honestly it started when we were growing up like we played together when we were um let's see i was 10 he was 11 i was playing up here with him on the team and uh the team was that seattle stars mm. yeah shoreline stars at the shoreline, time. Stars. shoreline stars yeah um, i was on the blaze the blaze that i time. remember the blaze oh yeah I, I came over to the stars afterwards but yeah yeah started <laughs> on the blaze i can't beat them, join them. So. 
Uh, so I think getting known there, and then we, I think we became really good friends and got close in high school. Um, not that we weren't like friends, like in the time being from those, you know, two time points, but, uh, in high school, we really grew close. Um, finally being kind of on the same team again, you know, for high school, uh, getting to that point and, you know, grinding together and we'd work out together, you know, uh, in the baseball sense. And then, um, uh, both of us were, you know, we were overweight in high school, you know, we were, we had some pounds on us. Uh, and so we started hitting the gym together. We started working on nutrition together. We started doing these things to just kind of, um, you know, just better ourselves because ultimately we want to be the best we could be on the field. So like, what can we do outside of here? And we started grinding together. And I think that was this kind of the, the beginning of it all. Right. Um, and then from there on, once we got out of high school, I got drafted and, uh, he went to, he started at Shoreline Community College and then went on to Central Washington University and he played all four years there or uh, through the two schools and, uh, got his exercise science degree. And at the time I was still training for baseball. And, um, so I got him then we got over to the gym we were training at and, uh, he started interning and then he became an employee. And so we were just always around each other and mm. it was still, you know, we still had a baseball, you know, mindset, this and that, but also we're, we're in a training facility together. Yeah. So it was like, we saw what we were doing there and we're like, you know what, we can do this too. Um, not that we necessarily thought that at that moment in time, um, there's always aspirations of doing your own thing and owning your own gym. Um, but it wasn't until I was done playing baseball when I came home and we did what we did best. We started working out together again. We started hitting the gym, we getting after it. And, um, we just have seen what, you know, health and fitness can do for not only us, uh, physically, but like mentally, emotionally, spiritually, like there's, there's so, it's so much more than just picking up a dumbbell, yeah. you know, swinging a kettlebell, you know, things like that. So, um, we're like, you know what, let's do this. Let's jump into it. Let's start rain fitness. Mm. And so we just, we, we jumped in, we, you know, starting anything, you know, right out the gate, it's nerve wracking. You know, <laughs> we had like five clients, hey. you know, but you start somewhere and we, just, we've grown. So why rain? Uh, we just wanted to, you know, you, you just rain. Right. So just kind of, overall just be the best we can be uh, we see it as like uh, we like the mindset of just continuing to grow so growing like you know growing your realm if you will right uh, just growing our reach uh, Straight up. trying to reign over everything um, not trying to like you know take out other people but just like we're just trying to grow ourselves that's so r-e-i-g-n like, to see you know yeah yep and you know it's a fun play on the city it, right? it rain, is so, you know, baby. rain city yeah so uh you know we're just trying to you know just reign over our realm and that's the you know the health and fitness industry and trying to just grow as individuals and keep providing the best that we can for our clientele mm. that's dope uh on to our next question fill in the blank success is blank success is earned Ooh, failure is what failure is lessons lessons learned mm. why can't people just be blank Ooh, why can't people just that might lend to a rant but yeah, yeah. <laughs> um you know just just be open you know let's be open about things let's talk about it let's let's really grow i think that's the biggest thing is when people find that point where they can take a realization and uh we went through this ourselves where we were able to like all right where am i at okay where do i want to be okay okay then i'll start working on that and so we could just like, you know, once you, you know, easier said than done, you know, I was selling myself a bill of goods for so long. Right. And then once I was able to kind of like see where I'm at and then it takes with time, you know, growing up, I think, uh, 
just speaking for myself. Um, there's so many times where I was like, you know, I was doing the right things. I was doing this. I was just working hard and this and that. But now I've had time to reflect, you know, and see what all the things I've done. Like, actually, I had time. Like, well, okay, let's see what I've done now. Let's, let's look at this. And I've been able to learn so much through that time. Mm. Just kind of reflecting on, you know, all my experiences. Um, what was I doing? Is there things that I could have done? Or was there things that, you know, I should have been doing? Or what was I doing well? Um, there was just, there's so much. So I love that reflection piece. Because um, as soon as you get to that point, you could reflect. And then from there, we can grow a little bit. Totally. Who has the best mindset of everyone you know? Ooh, the best mindset. Man, I, I'll put uh, my boy Willie over here. Willie. Willie's my business partner. I'll put him. I'll put me and him go toe-to-toe. We're, He's a consummate professional. Yeah. That's like the best way I can put Willie. We're locked in. Like, it's just there is there is no other option. It's just, like, we're here to work. We're here to grow. We're here to do things. We're here to help people. And that's – there is no other – there is no other – there's nothing else. It's, like, it's straight, like – we have one mindset there's no time for you know worry there's no time for fear you know there's just we're gonna go at it head on we're gonna take it when it comes and then um we're gonna we're gonna figure it out as we go i mean that's that's growing a business too it's just like you can you can't forecast everything you know you just gotta be able to you know take the storms when they come weather them and blast them out and then keep going just like what we're going through right now yeah i think that's another thing that sports sports teaches you know i always Reference it is living a prepared life. Mm. You know, you go in with the best tools that you got, and you you have this undying, overwhelming belief that you can figure it out as you go. Sure, yeah. You know, it's you're not always going to have all the X's and O's of exactly what's going to mm. happen, but you just have this belief that your prepar- that your preparation has prepared you in a way that you can take on whatever comes and maneuver. Yeah. Uh, and I think that's something that. You know, it's, it makes people successful in business, um, but I think that's something that's that's taught in sports. Yeah, know, early. One hundred percent. The ability to maneuver. I mean, you practice all day long and then go out of the game, and you don't know what's gonna happen at all. You know. Uh, next question is the qu- the quality of your life is in direct correlation with what? What determines your quality of life? The quality of my life is in direct relation with. I would say my mindset, man. I think if you, if the mindset, if, you know, when the mindset's locked in, the quality of life is there, right? Mm-hmm. The mind is so powerful. Uh, you could, you know, if you decide you want to have a good day, you can have a good day. You decide you want to have a bad day, you're going to have a bad day, <laughs> right? And it's just like, it's funny that like you can't, like people will say, or you see at least that, you know, people are going through it and, you know, maybe they just have a bad day, someone cut them off, right? But you can't let it go, right? But it's just what we're talking about, like, you know, okay, someone cut you off understand i'm not gonna say i don't get upset either right but <laughs> you know but able to then move on yeah. right so it's just like i could just say you know what that doesn't have to bother me it doesn't affect the rest of my day right um so i think the mindset just influences so much and that the more you think about things the more you visualize things and uh the more that you know those are going to be more apparent to you they're going to pop up more and you're just going to be able to you know grab those things so much easier when it's in the forefront of your mind yeah. if you know if you got negativity or um doubt or worry or any of those things that are you know constantly thinking about well of course those things will be there um but if you could just change your mindset to be like you know what this is what i want this is what i wanted to go do and you know work towards that and focus on those things that it could change um a lot about just mm. the quality of your life 
No, that's no. that's straight truth. What do you want to be the best in the world at? Well, I would say I would love us to be the best in the world at, you know, training people, facility, and just, like, helping people live their everyday lives. You know, it's not a matter of, like, you know, if we get some athletes in here, then we'll help you be the best athlete you can be. Um, if you're, you know... You know, speaking for my parents, you know, my brother's got kids. You want to be the best grandparents you can be? Cool. We'll help you be the best grandparents you can be. Make sure that you're able to pick the kids up and see them mobile move around with them. Um, if you want to be, you know, the best, uh, you know, realtor, awesome. What do we got to do? Let's go to work. You want to be the best at anything? We're here to help you. Um, and I think that's what I want to be, you know, to be known for. It's like the best of that. You know, just finding ways to help, uh, you know, empower and, 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 help people get strong and, and do whatever that they want to do. Yeah. I think right. something that you've, you know, you mentioned several times as far as, you know, what you guys want to accomplish is find out people's whys and get yeah. them there. 100%. You know, and like, like you just mentioned, like there's so many different motivators, mm-hmm. you know, I think the, the greatest dis- disservice that we have in like the fitness and health realm is that like we see this kind of cookie cutter model, you know, like how can we get the most amount of money out of the least amount of of effort you know but it takes that investment like you said when when people walk in here to meet them on a personal level to have conversations you know to open yourselves up to you know have these time where you actually dig into people's whys and their stories Mm -hmm. and figure out what makes them tick and i think that's what separates you guys is that there's a lot of time that's invested that you don't get paid for you know especially people it it sounds nice to have your own facility and to have a business with your best friend but they don't necessarily see all the hours that you don't get paid for all the times when you're cleaning stuff when you're here late night the sleepless nights that you get when you're trying to come up with a business plan and all this extra Mm -hmm. stuff but to to be there to feel the pressure of you know providing for your family and but also you know, having that standard of like, we're here to help figure out who you are, what makes you tick, what's your why, what's your story, and how do we help get you from A to B, you know, and give you the tools to be there. I think that's the thing that separates you guys because of the value you have for one another. Yeah. You know, and I kind of, you know, those are what I call my laws to live by, like yeah. those non-negotiables, like this yeah. is who we are, yep. and no amount of money is going to shake me from you know, living that way. 100%. Um, so what do you think, what do you think are some of your like laws to live by? Like that you hold yourself to a standard of, you know, it's just, uh, I think, uh, you know, being honest, you know, being honest up front, you know, not only with ourselves, but everybody that walks through that door, um, is a huge one. Uh, and then just, um, just, you know, trying to be the best person we can be, you know, be the best that we can be for, you know, others. Everybody walks in for a reason. You know, we want to know that reason, right? And that's kind of the reasons, one of the reasons that gets us up out of bed every morning. You know, like you said, we put the long hours in. We have, you know, we don't get a lot of sleep. We're up early. <laughs> we're here late. Um, so what gets you out of bed is knowing that, you know, we're showing up with an opportunity to help someone and figure out, you know, they're coming in the door for a reason. You know, we want to be there to, you know, help them work towards that reason. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, because it is tough, you know, being a business owner and all everything that's going on. Um, you know, it's time consuming. So, you know, to be able to have, you know, those reasons of why we're here and uh, why we show up every day, 
that's enough motivation, man. Mm. It it really it keeps you going. That's why it feels like you know we work, you know, but every time somebody asks, it's like, how do you guys do it? And it's like honestly, it, it doesn't feel like we're working. Mm. You know, we're here. We we enjoy being here. Yeah. We enjoy seeing people. We enjoy helping people. Like, um, it's just you know, it's all we can ask for. Yeah. I think uh, something that I I enjoy thoroughly is you know, getting people in their pre-stage moments, you know, so say performers or athletes, you know, they, if you get on the field, you get on the stage and there's this, you know, certain persona that comes out, Mm -hmm. you know, but I think that everybody, you know, has those pre-stage moments where you walk out, those little nervous feelings in your gut, the little Mm -hmm. insecurities that you're, you know, approaching, attacking. Um, And I think those, those moments are are so crucial and i think that's what bonds people a lot is that you know the people that you're in the clubhouse with like they know you know what you've been working on they know your Mm -hmm. shortcomings they know what you're nervous about sure yeah um what do you think is what do you think is something that you know you are you're working on right now um because i i just know you well enough to know that you you are a lifelong learner you know and you're a constant person in the pursuit of growth so what do you think is something that that you're working on right now to try to either overcome or yeah. or challenge. No doubt. Um, <laughs> I would say, you know, just from a training standpoint, um, you know, Willie, he's been doing this for a long time. You know, he's got his degree in exercise science. Um, I was playing baseball, you know, so even though I was doing the workouts, this and that. Get that um, life resume. Right. It was just, it was a matter of, you know, okay, you know, I, it's not that I don't know what I'm doing. I know what I'm doing. But now it's like, how do I become a trainer? Right. There's a there was a learning curve. Um, I did some training before we started rain. So it wasn't like I, I hadn't done any training at all. Um, but, you know, I didn't go to school for it. I'm going to school right now for business management. Um, so I had to work on getting a certification. So I got my cert. Um, so it was just a matter of and then, you know, having that confidence and knowing, you know, like, yeah, OK, you know, I'm a trainer now. Like, this is it. This is what I'm doing. This is what I love. Like in that transition from being a ball player. Um, was like mobbing big old Mac truck. <laughs> um, that transition of being a ball player to now a trainer and just taking those lessons and I could I could correlate that training like we could take those lessons and be able to you know put them into the this atmosphere and um, so it was a little bit of that you know like imposter syndrome yeah like I'm here and um, but it like am I here am I this is I'm doing it like this, do people, how do people see this right now? Like, right, totally. Right. Um, you know, so I went through that a little bit, you know, and, you know, Will, like I said, Will's been doing it. So he was like, you know, he's like, bing, 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 bing. And I learned so much from him, um, you know, whether it's like cues, this and that. And, but it just continues to build. And it's just like that um, point where, you know, I finally gone to, you know, that more confident level of where like, all right, yes, I do know what I'm doing. You know, like I can't do this. and um, But there's always that that educational aspect always trying to learn always trying to learn new things we're always diving in uh trying to find new ways that we can implement um you know design in our training um just to better serve so it was so i would say that's what i'm working on it's just continuing that that growth um that path of just um you know being the best possible you know trainer that i can be so no i think that's that's so crucial i think the the more we, the more we know, the more we realize we we don't know, you know. Totally. And the possibilities that are open, and especially now, there's just so much 
science and things that we're, we're learning about the brain and, mm-hmm. and the body. And there's constant new techniques that are coming out, you know, yeah. and it's a, it's an ever evolving door. You know, so I would say you could be on the right road, sit down and still get run over, you For know, sure. There's no doubt about that. And, and just constantly, you know, constantly pushing. And there's a certain, I, I should say a different level of confidence, you know, when, when you're in the arena, you know, when you, yeah. when you've put in the work and, You've, you've done, you know, the workouts you're asking people to do when you know what people feel when they're doing that. And and that's something that I have always had just, like, a very high respect for is, like, professionals that are they're in the arena themselves, mm-hmm. you know, and yeah. they're able to show the way through action. And, you know, the kind of imagery I always get, it's, like, people like the, you know, the wounded warrior as opposed to following, like, the pretty boy prince. Like, mm-hmm. they want the guy who's been in the battles, like, blood yeah. scarred yeah. And, and knows the territory uh, when the person with like the shiny armor and the, and the perfectly silver sword. Yeah. Uh, and so I think that's, that's the value that, that you guys bring. And that's why I wanted to come because I just have so much respect for you guys that just that. grinded yeah. it out, uh, from the, from the get go. What do you think is, is a tool? If you could give somebody one tool for their tool chest on how mm-hmm. to overcome like their limits, we call, we call them leashes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, <clears throat> You know, I would just, I would say, first, obviously, you know, work on that why. Find out why you're doing it. What motivates you? What is it that you're looking for? You know, and when, once you could do that, it's just a matter of, you know, set your mind to it. You know, it's a matter of uh, putting little things together. You know, little things in place. Easy. Like, it doesn't have to be crazy, dramatic changes in your life. Make a small change. Um, so I think having that, you know, step-by-step process instead of just, like, jumping into something. Um, it's one thing I always will continue to work at because I'm, I'm someone also, and like, you know, I get it. Like I want things now. Mm. Right. And I always have like, it's like, you can see it, we can see it in the future, but it's the best use you can do to like, just kind of stay present and be like, all right, where am I at? And then just try to, what's the next step? Mm. How could I make this a little bit easier? Okay. I'm just going to change this. Okay. That's one thing. Once I get that, then, okay. And I'll change a little bit here. I'm gonna change a little bit there. So if you could just take it that small, it doesn't seem like much, but you get that snowball effect, man. It can, once it gets rolling, it gets rolling, and you're on your way. Um, but it can go the opposite direction just as fast. So it's just a matter of that attention to detail, paying, you know, being present in those moments um, and not getting lost in, you know, what I want in the future or, or what was in the past, good or bad, because um, none of that matters because we are where we are right now. So what can we do to just put the next step, mm-hmm. right? One of my favorite things is, um, I think it might have been might have been David Goggins. I heard this from. God, like, I can't. Right, it's a that's the man. You know, the most most important step you could take in life is the next one. Mm. Right, so I I take that mentality. It's like, okay, I might not have liked what this was or how that went, but that's okay. I could take the next step. Mm. And I think if everybody could put that in their toolkit, they'll be in a good spot. Yeah, I think one honestly one of the best piece of advice i ever got it was this actually like was a big shifting point uh was a guy named jason hatch and Mm -hmm. he uh he was talking about making like taking steps you know and how people get paralysis of analysis like they're so they literally get paralyzed by trying to not make the wrong decision oh yeah you know and like like you know you're taking big steps and you're growing and spending money to make money and and uh He's saying, you know, you can't always make the right decision. Yep. But what you can do is make a decision and then make it right. Yep. yep. You know, so take the tools that you have in the moment, make the best decision you can make, you know, with that knowledge. And yeah. then if it's not the right decision, you can shift, you know, you can yeah. pivot, you can make an adjustment. 
and like especially in in this time that we're in right now i think that's that's so crucial you know like you guys don't know how many people are going to be allowed next week in this gym you know you don't know what's what's going to come but i i know without a shadow of a doubt that you guys will know how to know how to pivot and make the best for not only for your business but for the everybody individual that walks through these doors and so uh let's let's wrap this thing up but i want i want you to tell the people where they can find you talk a little bit about rain fitness where you guys are yeah, you can and, find uh, us. Uh, we're on all the platforms: Facebook, uh, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, Train Rain Fit. Um, we're located in Kenmore, Washington, right on Bothell Way. Um, reach out to us any platform. We'll get back to you. Uh, looking for you know, just live that healthy lifestyle. Grow yourself. Um, like I said, fitness isn't just about moving the weights. It's about the the mental, the physical, the uh, spiritual. We can get after that. Um, so if you know you want looking for someone that cares about you, you know you'll you'll get that uh, that service when you hey, come through our talk door. That, talk to him. I'll tell you, we'll take care of you and uh, we'll meet you at that level. Totally, off leash family. If you guys are around Kenmore, I highly encourage you. I have full trust and belief in uh, in both James and Willie to get the job done, take care of you. Uh, put my put my name on on both of them. I know them uh, that they'll, they'll handle their business. But we're gonna wrap this thing up. We do have our OTL discount right now 25% on our classics line so go online at primeapparel.com and check out the apparel that's 25% off go get it and with that my friend we'll wrap this thing up all right appreciate Episode you number 19 stay off the leash Woo! you know what it is 